Welcome to the Josh Bolton Show, where we dive into interesting and inspiring conversations. And now, your host, Josh Bolton. Yeah, uh, no, this one. And this one. Perfect. Oh, this one. Yeah. Just turn them all hey, on. It's okay. Yeah, it's, uh, so it's, it's six o'clock in the morning here. So oh, we're okay. um, wow, you... trying, trying to adjust to time and space. And <laughs> living. Yeah, I'll, I'll... Um, sorry, you go. Yeah, I'm good. Um, all right, let me see if I can just do this and then I'm, I'm ready to rumble. I'm ready to do, uh, to do this. Awesome. Uh, 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 uh. How you been, man? What's uh, what's news? What's been happening? Not much. Um, just been working away during this pandemic and starting a podcast. So, yeah, that's uh, that's do right. Yeah, but, pretty uh, much. Uh, I think everybody's kind of fed up. For kind of like, all right, it's time to go back to work, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's uh, we're already back. Um, all right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna live mine. Uh, I'll go live with mine now. Uh, are you live now? Oh, I'm just recording the audio. If you want to go live, uh, yeah, I'll just go live. I'll just make sure I get it down. Um, sorry, one second. No worries. Uh, if uh, if you want to get started now, I'm more than happy to just to just jam it out. Um, Keyboard is super loud. Boom, go live. Are you using like a StreamYard or something like that? So you use Streamlabs. Um, Streamlabs, okay. I know that one too. Yeah, so it was just, so initially I I started off in, I was like gaming. Um, Right. I bought a Pete, like, I enjoy gaming. Um, and then I bought a PC. All my friends sort of s- talked me into getting a PC. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, all right. And then, I don't know, one of my friends, he's, uh, he's a really good friend of mine. He was like, dude, you should stream. Um, right, we're all live. Uh, you should stream stream yourself, video, play video games. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's cool. Um, so initially I started off on on, on Facebook gaming. Uh, did okay. reasonably well. Uh, what was your consistent I, viewer type for that? Uh, it, it had varied depending on times. Like I, I really didn't, I only did it for about four or five months. Uh, and it, it had fluctuated between, you know, like, yeah, like 10 and maybe a few hundred or whatever. Yeah. It also uh, depends on what game you're playing too. And if people like it or not. That's right. It's, it's such a, it's a weird community, the gaming community. Um, yeah. But, so then I went, I, I sort of got to the level where it's like uh, your partner, not a partner, like you're affiliated with Facebook and you can start oh, running ads yeah, and whatever. Kind of, yeah, it's kind of like a partnership. But yeah, no. and then, um, so I did that and then I was like, well, well, what's next? And then I was like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll just jump on Twitch and give Twitch a go, give Twitch a go, same thing, like hit affiliate. And I was like, uh, kind of. Yeah, it's one of those. Unless you have a certain niche, it, it's fun as a hobby, but it's not going to be anything extravagant. 
Yeah. And it's one of those things. It's like, it's something that I use as like, I sort of kill time with. And I, uh, I, um, I like playing with my friends and just sort of hanging out and whatnot. Right. And it was one of those things where it was really just sucking fun out of that. Cause you had to sort of be like sort of switched on and like trying to talk to people in the meantime. And, um, I just wanted to play video games with my friends really. Seriously. So, <laughs> Yeah, me and my one buddy were talking about starting a gaming channel. Then I told him, like, the amount of, like, absolutely rude jokes we crack, like, it only yeah. can stay between us. And if we're streaming this shit, we're going to get in so much trouble. Yeah, so that's that's another thing. You have to be you have to be ultra wary. And like you said, it's, you just kind of want to have fun with your mates. Um, but there's a long list of rules of how much fun you can have. Yeah, so they're... really, it's not really having fun. It's just doing as you're told in, in a you know very open setting and i get it like i understand it um you know there's there has to be rules to everything otherwise you know shit would just fall apart but i don't know it's um there, you just turned yourself off no your mic's off can you hear me yes now i can hear you Hold up, it should not be going to my desk mic. Can you hear me clearly? It's a little more um, staticky now. All right. We're just uh, working out some tech issues. It's so all good. Usually, usually when I do this, I, I do it through... Um, actually, this would be a Zoom thing. Um, I usually do it through Discord. That's once again oh, it's this, yeah. this gaming background of of what I've done. Oh, hold on, right, I'm just going to change it over. Let me know if it's too bad. Okay. That better. Oh, that's crisp and good now. Yeah. All right. There we go. We're we're doing all right. This is what the broadcaster sounds like. Not the other one. The other one's my uh, my gaming mic. Um, that one wasn't bad though. It's good. It, yeah. uh, it's not bad. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like my headphones. It's good, but it's the, the the USB is much better. Yeah, it's uh, it's a slippery slope. This streaming stuff, isn't it? It's uh, re- regardless if you're a like if you want to do podcast or or play video games. Yeah, it, uh, it's expensive. It <laughs> is. I might think I'm already a thousand dollars into this. Yeah, there's uh, there's really no limit to it, is there? It's, no, uh, and- you can um, you could spend a lot of money. Yeah, and if it's but if it's a business an LLC, at least in America, you can write all that shit off. Yeah, like, technically you can. I um. So what are you doing with your podcast? What are you planning to do? Are you so? That's kind of what I've been working out. I'm still like a month old. Very little downloads, but uh, I'm thinking like an interview at least once a week, maybe twice if I, I have a lot, and then just Friday is just me going at it, just different topics. Yeah, I had a I had a look at your your podcast and it's good i think it's it's a sort of a similar way to, that i do mine i want to sort of like keep it open like I really, yeah. it's really hard to talk to people about it like what's your podcast about I'm like nothing i just like people. it's just talking to people like um i was trying to get a haircut lined up and the lady's like oh what do you talk about i'm like honest like my first two big names are like i had a ceo of an accounting firm and yeah. i'm chief marketing executive of a bank I mean, yeah. it's interesting to hear their point of view, but it's not exhilarating. Yeah, it's it's very it's very sort of niche. Uh, you know what I mean? It and is it's very hard to like get 
just you know somebody cutting your hair and you're like you should listen to it and they're like i don't want to do that you like, oh. <laughs> no i did tell them like I'm, i know everyone at my work is not going to listen to it kind of thing so it's like i'm not going to even tell you about it yeah so i like i think i started mine with like the whole like um i don't give a shit if anybody listens like it it's it's sick if people listen i i like the fact that i can watch numbers grow a little bit uh right but I like doing it for myself. Like I like, I really do enjoy talking to other people. I enjoy like having people on that, uh, that have, might have a different view or might have, you know, been through some shit. Um, and that it sort of gives them like an open forum to just to discuss what they're going through and, and, and really, you know, not be, not be held back. I, yeah. I feel it's like some of the people that I have on or I've had on or I'm having on, they get really restricted uh, in in talking about things because whether it be like political views or just, you know, yeah. somebody just blatantly disagrees with them, it's um, so yeah, it's uh, it's a good way of uh, just opening the doors for that. I think. Yeah, and like I like a day or two ago, I interviewed a PR lady, and she was so scared to talk about Corona. I'm like, I've, I'm like, I don't care. I got it back in December. My lungs are still fucked up from it. I'm yeah. like, let's just talk about it kind of thing. It's, it's just me. Everyone's being too selfish. Yeah. I think it's like we're, uh, we're really paying for, for the world that we created. We created this, this fucking obsessive witch hunt, which is cancel culture where it's like, don't talk about it. Cause you're going to get in trouble. It's like, you're like, going to get canceled. It's like, okay. If you bring it up, you're going to get fired. If you talk, but it's it's a complete overcorrection. You know what I mean? It's it's instead of being like, all right, let's discuss something to to bring awareness to it. It's it's completely buffed out. And obviously, there's things that we can't talk about. There's yeah, there's obvious topics. If you have to explain it, it's like you probably shouldn't be talking in public forum. But once again, it's it is very obvious. Um, but it's it's once again, it's I don't know. So I did a um. I had a friend of mine come on, like uh, I've known her for a while and she's, um, she, she sort of subscribed to the whole 5g thing and it's bad for you. And she's a bit anti-vax and interesting. Let's talk about yeah, that too. It's, uh, it's one of those things that I got banned from a lot of shit. I got really taken, banned from Twitter. I got taken off YouTube. Like I had to fight to get it back on YouTube. I think, um, it's just like she was just expressing her opinion on that. It was no blatant like she wasn't trying to change people's minds. She just wanted to, you know, just tell people her point, right? And that right. was like that was it. It was no, it was you know, and it was as soon as you mentioned five G and an anti vax in a sentence, Done. fucking everybody loses their mind. Go for it. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Um so yeah, and it was just like it was an immediate. I'm pretty sure they didn't watch or they didn't listen. They just see five G anti vax. Fuck, see you later. Yep. Yeah. The, uh, I tried doing like the TikTok thing where you just film yep. yourself. I just I had one of those British uh, porter hats. Oh, can't do that. <laughs> well, literally, they're like, "Oh, you're 18. You're white and a male, and you're wearing a hat. Instantly, you're a pedophile." I'm like, oh. right? Oh. I'm like. I Jesus Christ, I deleted everything. They're like, we're going to tell the admins and we're going to report you to Twitter. Isn't it crazy how it's like your immediate thought is to just shut it down. So this is why, fuck that. Like I've had, uh, I just, I I don't, I don't read the comments. 
I don't, like, I don't, I don't care about the comments, but it was just one of those, like the thing was blowing up and I just left for yeah. like an hour. I had 300 messages in my comments. Holy shit. I just one of those, I'm, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Like, I am not that popular. Yeah. It's, um, like that's that's scary shit, isn't it? It's it like is. one of those things. It's like you 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 post something, you see it blow up, and it's either one or two things. You're either getting praise or you you're getting blasted. They're they're no, lynching you up to the tree. <laughs> it's uh yeah, it's weird though, and it's it's weird what people perceive as as certain things. And I think <clears throat> once again, um, this thing that we've created, it it's sort of uh, it enables them to do it, right? Mm-hmm. It not only enables them, it uh, it rewards them in after like afterwards. So it's like you see something that you don't like, you label it, demonize it, you attack it, and then everyone uh, gives you praise. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's right. And then they go to their friends and they're like, "Oh, I got this guy banned." Look at this. Yeah, like I'm I'm hot shit now. And then they just move on doing nothing with their lives because they live in these these mm. fucking restraints that they created that they're enforcing on everybody else. Cool, <laughs> you know right. what I mean. And fuck idiotic. And I've actually talked about this with a couple other people. Where I'm like, cancel culture itself initially was a good mission, kind of thing. It, yeah. it, they were trying to point out the things that were bad. Yeah. Now it's turned into a monster that they are trying. They became the monster they were fighting. And, and but that's that's exactly what what happens. And it's it's not to say that things can't shouldn't change. They definitely should. We, we all need to be better as humans. But right. having, once again, this fucking just complete overcorrection and let's shut it all down. And everybody, everybody's this and everybody's that and, and you're this and you're that. Um, what it does, it does create that. It creates this sense of what well, you can't do anything, can't say anything. But not only to the people that are doing and saying it, it eventually reverts back to the people accusing people of doing and saying it and mm-hmm. whatever. So. Yeah, that, that was the longest, like the biggest reason why I wouldn't start a podcast because I'm like, oh, what if like I get in trouble and I can't get a normal job kind of thing. Yeah. But then it just like I, I do martial arts in uh, my area. So one that of the big – yeah, um, I'm a black belt now. I'm trying to go for second, but corona permitting, it's hard to go into the studio. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, but one of the head guys I was telling him about the show and what my mission was, he's like, oh, yeah, there's going to be people that are not going to like you and they're going to yell at you. He's like, I'm like, what if I lose my job? He's like, oh, no, someone will hire you. Trust me, it's not going to be the best job in the world, but they'll hire you. Uh, yeah, you, you'll have a job. But that's, uh, I think that's, <laughs> once again, it's, it's uh, avoiding information uh, isn't going to help the cause. I, I think it's like shutting everything down doesn't bring awareness, doesn't educate. I think that was the, the biggest thing of me starting the podcast. And I, I try and make it abundantly clear in every um and everyone that I do, it's this is a it's a podcast for me to educate myself. And if I uh, like, for instance, I have um, a trans person coming on on Sunday to oh nice talk about it because they, especially here in Australia, they don't have much of a voice. Um, oh yeah, I would think so. I think isn't it just the mainly England and America they have a very predominant voice. I might yeah. be saying the demographics wrong for the other side yeah. of the ocean, but. It's definitely not as strong here. Um, they, they still go through a world of shit. Uh, and I had like a bit of a pre-interview yesterday and I was like, look, anything I say and do, literally, it's just, 
me trying to understand it better. There's not a lot of information. It's not readily available. You, you can find it. Um, but it, it's I, like if I look it up in America, it's very filtered through their view. But it's not like trying to explain it to mine kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So and it's it's uh, it's one of those things. And I know I'm going to say something stupid. It's like, yeah, I think I like next week. Yeah, I, I think next week I got like an LGBTQ couple that is yeah. all about quantitative relationship. I'm like, yeah. I don't even know what that is. So like, let's just talk about that kind of thing. Yeah. But that that's what it should be about. And this is what we should be doing. And I think I think a lot of people are paving the way. Uh, Rogan has a an excellent model because he obviously does something similar. He, he's a bit more on the, the edge of like just getting smart people on to educate him. <laughs> While he's just baking on weed. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? And he's, he's sort of got like, but he's definitely kickstarted like a movement like us where it's like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm just going to have it on. No if worries. You like it, if you don't like it, don't fucking watch it. Don't listen to it. You can easily hit unsubscribe and block and you'll never see me again. Yeah. And it's, uh, I, like I said, I'm, I'm very big on, like, if you don't like it, uh, don't message me. I'm, uh, I'm going to ignore it or I'm going to shut it down. Um, yeah. Like, if, if you feel offended or, or you, if you feel bothered by it, maybe look at yourself before attacking the person trying to, trying to put information out there. Um, you know, take a big, long, hard look at yourself and be like, why does a trans person bother me? Because... Maybe there's something wrong with you. It's not the person bringing the information out there or trying to learn about it. It's fucking you. So yeah, like so um, very big on that. Oh, trying to be. We'll we'll see. Um, we'll see how we'll how that's. Maybe maybe fixed. they'll come by and then I'm gonna have to be like, Josh, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, message me in six months. I'll be like, well, I had to leave my country. <laughs> I, I had to go out to the natives area with all those um, bearded dragons and other reptiles are gonna kill me. That's right. You guys oh. have the craziest reptiles over there. We have the craziest everything over here. It's, like everything wants to kill you. Even the water for some reason wants to kill you. I remember, yeah. <laughs> don't do anything. You can't even stay in your home. It's not even safe here. There might be <laughs> centipedes or tarantulas that'll get you. Um, so I remember uh, I was in Portland a few years back and I was, I was driving to, it was me. I was um, with one of my bandmates and uh, we were two girls and we're heading to the beach. Right. Okay. The girls started like freaking out. There's like, oh shit, there's a spider in the car. I I fucking hate spiders. Oh yeah. Like hugely hate them, right? So they stop the car, pull the car over, uh, get out, and I'm like, where is it? And they point at it, it's the tiniest spider ever. And I was like, that's that's not it. That's not a spider. I thought you were talking <laughs> about that six to eight inch motherfucker. Yeah, and I was like, what we do is we just whoop, and we can move on, you know. Let's let's get on with it. But yeah, Australia's uh it's a different like I don't know. I think it's like if you grow up in it, you don't know anything different. So Right. Um so it's just it's just there that you you learn certain things. Like when you're out bush, like don't go in the water because they could be crocodiles. Uh <laughs> the actual bush because there's lots of spiders. Um, you know, just certain things like that. Like don't do it because there's something dangerous there. Yeah. So you just don't do it. You just find other shit. Don't go in the water when you're told not to go in the water because there's sharks. <laughs> it's pretty simple stuff. If you listen to it, if you listen to the people who are who have been around to do it to do their job, you're fucking fine. Yeah. Uh, if you don't, you get stuck in a rip. Yeah. I, I don't understand it. Like I do understand it, but I think it's uh, I think it's what we're seeing now. It's a lot of people with authority issues they're like 
Swim between the flags? I don't want to swim between the flags. Fuck you. I'm going to go swim over here. Stuck in a rip. Yeah. Yep. It's super simple stuff. It's, 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 like, stuff. It's, like, it's like it's common sense, but apparently yeah. common sense is not as common as it used to be. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, it's a it's a bizarre time we live in. I, I no, undoubtedly it, it happened pre ours and it's going to happen post ours. Um, yeah. People just don't want to listen. People don't. People want to do their own thing, man. So. You, you should know this. You live in America, man. How is it over there? How are you guys uh, going? How's Biden? Uh, he doing? He's doing. I don't really follow that anymore. I just it's it is what it is. Um. But no, I'm not. I, actually, I didn't vote for any of them. I voted for the Green Party. His name was Howie Hawkins. Howie, shout out, big Hal. Let's try to get Howie on. We'll do a hell yeah, a starling American interview of Howie Hawkins. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what he's doing. It's like so. Um, here's the American. It's like you. It's like so. How many Gators have you wrestled? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll ask a really dumb question. <laughs> What's Bud Light like? You know, <laughs> like shit like that. Um, it's honestly just. It tastes like piss. It's it's yeah. just piss water. You guys have a, a crazy booze system over there too. I remember like, let's just go to the server. Oh wait, you can buy beer here. Like that's that's crazy. And then you buy the beer and it is ultra cheap. Oh yeah, it is so fucking cheap. I remember I coming back from the states and for what you could buy a case of Corona for, you can only get a six pack in Australia. Yeah, because you have the import tax, right? Oh yeah. So wouldn't the your brewers in the island itself be cheaper than or is importing Corona cheaper? What they do is they they label it under like craft beer, so it is the ultra expensive. Ooh, get fucked both ways. Yeah, like up, uh, look, this is an Australian beer. We're gonna make it cheaper. They're like it's an Australian beer, so you're gonna fucking pay. You know what's funny? Fosters like their big one. For me, it's yeah. only like two bucks, but I'm assuming it might be more for you guys then. Huh? We don't drink plastic here. You don't? No, Is I'm that an American like joke thing? So it started here, obviously. Uh, and then I think as soon as like America got hold of it, Australia just, just goes up on it. No, I fucking take it. It's not that good anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your Bud Light. It's just piss. Yeah, that's right. So you guys can fucking have it. Uh, we have a, an abnormal amount of shit beer here that we can drink. Uh, not going to name names, but you know who you are. Yeah. You know? Um, so we have a we have a heap of like piss water here too. So. Hey, we, we have our fair share of Bud Lights. Uh, yeah. Have you had Four Loco? I ask every American this. No, because like Monster Energies literally can give me a heart attack. Oh, so okay. trying to take a Four Loco and that it's like, jeez. Yeah, they're they're a wild fun. I uh, I'm, I'm I'm obsessed with them. I want to want to get them here in Australia. Having said that, that was like twenty four year old Josh, not thirty two year old Josh. It, is essentially it's like a monster and a half, and then yeah. like eight to shots of tequila. Yeah, that's what I try and explain to people. I'm like, just need one. Yeah, you literally need like one solid like four ounce, and you're good for the night. That's you, and it's like three bucks. You buy from anywhere, and then just give it to everyone else and be like, don't kill yourself. Yeah, that's right. We're good to go. We um, I remember trying to do a like. So there was like five of us over there and we're like, we'll see how many we can get. We bought like, we bought a ton. I think we got through like two and a half and that was it. <laughs> that was, yeah. And then we're done. Spent we have, bucks. we have, um, 
at least in California, I don't know if it's anywhere else. It's called a buzz ball. Essentially, they just mix everything in, throw the shittiest, like, syrup in to make it kind of go down. Yeah. And literally, it's like a four loco, but just pure alcohol. Like, six shots of alcohol. Good luck. You guys are really obsessed with getting fucked up over there. Oh, we are. How fucked up is like, you, yeah, you can get fucked up, but you're going to have to pay for it. Really. <laughs> like, well, and it's one of those, like, my coworkers, when the pandemic, like, hit, hit. Yeah. They were like, oh, I can't go to the bar. I can't drink. And I'm like, well, why would you want to, in general, kind of thing? They're like, oh, I just, we get shit faced, this and that, and crazy stuff. Then we figure out on like Facebook what we did. And I'm like, um, all right. Well, you go, you go have fun. It's exciting. <laughs> and you're going to just be stuck with your night shift job the rest of your life if you keep that up. It's, uh, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a weird mentality to have. I guess like every major city sort of has it. It's uh, you work Monday to Friday, and then you try and forget your week. Um, yeah, it's just I don't want to. I don't want to do any of that. Then you wake up Monday and you do it again. Yeah. You do your nine to five Friday afternoon. Five o'clock hits. You go out. You get as belted as you possibly can. You recover Saturday. If it's really bad, you say sort of Sunday. Then yeah, you're back at it. After Sunday, and then yeah, you got work the next day. You do your the shit that you should should have done Friday night and Saturday on Sunday. Saturday is like repairing the damage that you did. Yeah, you're drinking like fucking like two liters of of Powerade to try and get yourself normal again. Gatorade. <laughs> you know what's funny? My at least in my area, no one knew about that that you need electrolytes when you get drunk. Yeah, I'm like this one of my. Um, Mom's good friends. He's um avid partier. And he was like, hey, pro tip. He's like, get a Gatorade, put two or three aspirin in. He's like, Avil, Tylenol, whatever you feel like. And he's like, let it dissolve. And just if you can remember, chug it before you go to sleep. Yeah. He's like, he's like, instantly your hangovers either cut in half or pretty much gone. Yeah. He's like, yeah. It's, it's the crazy part about that is creating systems just so you don't feel like shit. Rather than just being like, I'm not going to drink. <laughs> like I'm gonna drink all of this shit, this concoction of shit. So it I probably can... could kill me. Yeah, that's right. It's fucking hell. <laughs> what are we doing here? Um, yeah, cool. I um, I was listening to your pod- podcast. I think you had like a who's a speaker on. How did you um? Oh, oh Brandon. I think so. Yeah, and he he teaches people how to speak. Yeah. Properly pronounced and all that. How did that? Uh, how did that come about? This, this uh, I guess, like being on such a like a, on a level where you need to learn how to. Um, that guy's a fucking genius, right? He's, a- he's he's like I was trying to get him to say which CEO, but he wouldn't do it. But yeah, yeah. He, um, I guess it's just one of those. He's very good at presenting, and some people just, got it, man. You know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool story as well, which is uh, which kind of adds to the flavor of it, I guess. You know, it does. Words like I didn't have a lot now. Everybody likes hearing about that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, uh, I thought I thought his ending where he was dancing in his mom's basement to Justin Bieber was just like, all right, buddy, <laughs> all right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, like I said. I think that's what it's about, right? Are you gonna sort of? go down the more executive level of yours. It's sort of like, yeah, so pretty like five. I just, it's one of those, the way I do it, it just seems easier to pitch to an executive than it is to 
just a average person. Yeah, right. I, uh, that, I, I find that odd because it's probably backwards here. It's uh, like if I was to be like an executive of whatever, I'm like, hey, come on my podcast. So you're like, I'm going to do that. There's actually, I need to finish up with the lady. She's going to go live next week on it. Uh, she's a PR lady and she actually is a PR for a farm in Australia. Oh, really? And then she's like, he's an awesome guy. I'm like, well, he's Australian. So like, he's already going to be awesome. Yeah, maybe I'm I'm looking under the wrong rocks. I think I think maybe I've just uh, I just attract the uh, the fringe of society, you know, the oddballs. I don't mind. I would say like it's like you. It's like they 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 give you a lot of attention sometimes more than you would want. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. I got a I got a flat earther coming on next week. So I think Hell yeah! Yeah, oh. I think it's it's gonna be fun. Like not an argumentative sense. I don't want to. I don't want to fight. Like because I'm, I'm, by no means a fighter. Well, I can, I can see their logic a little bit, but yeah. it's the. Literally, but, we have math now, and it's like there's a curve right in front of you. Like if you go yeah. in a flat field, you can't see. Like their definition of flat Earth, I could be like here, and I could see you if I had the eyesight, kind of thing. So and I was like. You should be able to see two scenes very far away. No. Uh, uh, yeah, which is it's crazy. I, I want to get more the uh, like uh, the psychological side behind it. There has to be a reason for people gathering. Oh, I, think I, I think I understand the reason. It's more like a, a community rather than a because. Yeah. You know? I I think it's kind of like cancel culture. It's just an air cult kind of thing. Y- yeah. I, uh, I try not to use the word cult. It is a it's, cult. It, yeah. It's a kind of cult. But I think as soon as you label something a cult, you just associate then, it with, like the bad ones, like the Jim Joneses and the no, yeah. pressures and you're like, oh, fuck, everybody's going to die. Um, whereas I think they've just they've spun it incredibly well. And I think, I think the people at the top of it, I think they've been like, I think they're cashing in on something uh, they shouldn't be. I guess that makes it a cult, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like some multi-level marketing is com- completely a cult. There, there's no, it's like there's there's no reason this should exist. But that's crazy multi-level marketing. What a what a system. Whoever came up with it is a fucking genius. Though, in terms it, of right, they're, they're that, horrible. Well, but they're a fucking genius. Well, all they're just saying is like, we'll take three percent of whatever you make and whoever you recruit make. That's it. That's all we want, kind of thing. And three yeah, percent itself doesn't seem like anything. You're like, whatever. It's just three percent. Yeah, it's like if, at the end of the day, you know. If I sell a hundred dollars worth, they'll just take like three bucks from me. It's like, well, whatever. It's, I spend on yeah. coffee. Then but that, friend. but it adds up insane. So I think I like read a statistic at ninety eight, ninety eight percent. I think, I think it is of the people who are in multi level marketing making zero dollars. Mm-hmm. I almost got recruited for one. What a bizarre and fuck their pitch is good though, right? It is. It's freaking I, brilliant. I like it. I like how they I think in terms of sales, they are probably some of the best salesmen ever in the world. Yeah. And I think this this unwavered loyalty to the brand that they think they, they earn. And they're like this is it. This is the stuff. If you rub this oil on you, you can get rid of cancer. If you rub this right over your asshole, it will, I promise you, your colon cancer is going away. Oh, it gets gone. Fuck that medicine off. You know, <laughs> don't chemo. chemo sucks. Sit in a chair for hours. But take this oh, weird coconut oil mixture and it will just gone. 
just enthusiasts right into your eye, and I think you should be fine. You'll see it coming. And, we promise. I like how all of these things, like I, none of them is like have really, I'm, I'm sure they have, have, have caught onto the fact that it's always like attached to something else. Like flat earth is like, it's attached to religion and, and then like some sort of like yeah. the cabal where it's like, a, you know, these high, high up people are trying to control us. You know, uh, and then like oils are like, well, it's attached to, uh, attached to some other sort of conspiracy as well. Like, I think they have to compound conspiracies to, to push an agenda. And yeah. I don't understand how most people see it, but not all people see it. You know what I mean? And they're just yeah. like, oh, this is fine. This makes sense. You know, flat earth, Jesus is coming back. I, oh, I, honest, I honestly thought it was gone, but I guess with the advent of the internet, it came back. Well, yeah, it's been gone for, it's been gone for 2,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out pretty early on that it's it's not you you know it's, <laughs> when you're looking at ships sail away they sort and of then just yeah bottom first you can kind of go well there's something not right here you know when they sail around the world and they go in an edge well, I don't know <laughs> like they figured it out pretty early on once again it's it's uh I think at a time where there's a lot of like you can't build social groups like we used to. Like our social groups are fairly fucking easy back in the day. You go to school, they're your friends. It's like you like video right. games, so we're I like video games, we're friends. Yeah, same town, you know, yeah. same workplace. We're all fucking friends. Now the doors have just been fucking kicked open, right? And mm-hmm. it's like, right, well, me and you could be friends, and then we have to find a common ground to be friends, right? Right. So and that's it's giving. People too much fucking option. We're, we're the Tinder society where it's there's so much fucking option uh, that we don't know what to pick and choose. So we we try and grab things that that kind of fit the brief of, our, of what we consider friends, um, and then we just we fucking just dive into it head first with with complete disregard for what we know and what we feel. It's just like this will work out. This will be fine. These yeah. guys are. I'm, so I watched the uh, if we're going to stay on the flat Earth documentary, and I, d- I don't want to bash them, especially because it's it's me having one on next week, um, <laughs> and he might do some homework and listen up. Yeah, hope he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just like so. I watched a documentary, and, I, and and it seems to be one of the the higher up guys, and he lives with his mum, um, and you kind of look at his life, and then you go, all right, well. What's happened here? And he, like now he's getting attention from people. Now he's getting attention from girls, and like his life started to head in a different direction. And you had to go like, has has you like you jumping onto something? Has it enabled you to to find that thing that you're missing that you couldn't do before without the the uh, you know the, the flat Earth being the inhibitor of it? You know what I mean? And it's like you've you know, I, I think it's like if you go play soccer and you start to make friends being soccer, regardless if you're good at it or not, and then you start to make friends. And yeah, because you all bond over just, kicking the, the ball. Yeah, exactly. And then fucking like soccer becomes the biggest thing in your life, and you start watching it, and you start obsessing over it because it's it's attributed to you having a better social status and having a bit more social currency that you can trade with people. And you're like, oh, like I'm the fifth best soccer player on my team. <laughs> You know what I mean? Use that as a trade-off to to make friends and mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. 
I don't know what's happening. Though. It's kind of like House of Cards where he says everything revolves around power. It definitely does. And uh, once again, humans are, are very fucking simple. We, uh, we need very few things. We need water, air, food. And then uh, beyond that, we need social structures. That's it. We actually need them. Like they, if you don't have social structures, structures in your life, uh, so say if you sit at home and you have no friends, you become depressed. There's billions yeah. of studies on this. Oh, yeah. It happens. it happens. I mean, we just had the biggest uh, case study last year. Exactly. And that is exactly right. And you can uh, – the proof is in the pudding. If you keep people at home, they go fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Same because their social structures have now become zero. Uh, regardless of, of Zoom, you still don't get the that – you need touch, you need feel, you need sensory things to, to relate to these. these it's just like practices. just the energy alone of the person being in the room. You don't have to talk to them or touch them. You just immediately get that vibe and you're like, oh, this, guy's, this, this is that, that guy kind of thing. Or Long term relationship. Like someone in their partner, right? They can just mm-hmm. sit on the lounge watching TV for hours together. You can talk. They don't need to touch. They can sit me in the yeah, opposite end of the lounge. It's nice. It's just knowing someone's in the room is comforting. You know what I mean? Do that yeah. shit by yourself for a week and you go fucking crazy. You go absolutely bonkers because you're like, I got to get out. And if you have nowhere to put that, I need to go out energy. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's once again, we're very simple. And then well, this is how you can apply these, these things to, to cults, these weird beliefs. It's just people wanting to fit in. People right. wanting to to associate something with their agenda and then find like-minded people. Yeah, like uh, God, I was twenty-ish. I was going to college, and there was it was the obvious group. We all knew like that was the the like cult guy. You don't go talk to him, kind of thing, because he was a smooth seller. Like he, so, yeah. Isn't that the the crazy thing? It's like they're all really good at selling. Oh, and literally, this is the part where we felt bad and we would interrupt the, the people. He would target emotionally vulnerable people. Yeah. The, the emotionally vulnerable and um, lonely. And I was just, it's one of those, it's like, come on, dude. Like, she's just, because it was the one I stopped him on, was like, she's just lost. Like, her boyfriend left her kind of thing. Just like, don't do this whole, it wasn't even Mormon or Je- um, Jehovah Witness. It was just like some weird, like, the green leaf of God kind of thing. Yeah, I'm like, dude, don't know, <laughs> don't don't do that to her. Yeah, and it's but this is what these people prey on. Like, if you if you like, if you can sort of divide, like, what's the difference between a cult and religion? That's just I think somebody said it's like just a thousand years. You know what I mean? Yeah, or hundred years or something ridiculous like that. If you can keep a cult for a hundred years, it becomes a religion. Um, Scientology. Exactly. Fucking exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and yeah. it's, you have to prey on these people who are looking for somewhere to go. Look at Nazis. Why are Nazis back? Everybody knows they're bad. You don't get any credit for, for being a Nazi. You don't get any sort of positive response. But it sort of fits an agenda. It gives you a place so you can call home. Uh, look at gangs. Same yeah. thing. And you're they, lost. You don't know where you're going. You don't know what you're doing. And these people go, we'll give you a home. And you go, that's fucking sick. And they're like, but you have to believe this. And you go, it's a small price to pay than being lonely. Yeah. 
for being shit on, for being this, for being that. Um, so you get where it comes from. Um, how do we stop it? I don't know. It's just there's always the uh, the problem of you can't stop it because it's just it is who we are. Well, once again, it's just like a mental health thing, man. It's we. It, I think it just all revolves back around to this this culture that we create with each other, rather than we live in a very tribalistic world. Um, and whether we want to admit it or not, there's some people better at things than we are. And it's, there's always going to be shit pushed up with. And everybody wants to be the top of that pile. Absolutely. Look at your work structures, look at your friend structures, like, and it's ingrained in this in children. Um, there's always a popular kid. There's always a pretty person. There's always the ugly. There's always a the fat one. Smart one, yeah. And there's always somebody wanting to be them. There's always somebody wanting to be the tippy top, the top of the pile. Um, and we chase it and we chase the fuck out of it. And if we can't get it, we create something. And then I, this is another thing. And I'll, I'll, I'll probably talk about it on, on the podcast. And there's a uh, numerous amounts of cases of, of people going through a transition in terms of trans and then regretting it. Yes. Um, there's and the, the Me Too movement. Uh, this might get you canceled hanging. <laughs> uh, a lot of people <laughs> coming out who have, jumped on a, a bandwagon and it had nothing to do with them and it's taken taken focus away from from what started the cause like yeah you know what i mean and there's a lot of people well, well this happened to me once and you're like it's not the same you just you, all you do, all you've done is you wanted to feel accepted and you made up a story to to do it um yeah, but then all you're doing is ruining that person's life kind of thing yeah you're ruining both sides of the story one you're ruining the person that you're accusing or you're ruining your own life by going through a transition to fit a brief uh that you thought you'd be accepted Mm -hmm. can't come back from that (laughs) they can't put it back on (laughs) yeah you know what i mean it's expensive but it may not work either and it's once again it doesn't and i think people once again hear this and they go talking about me too if you don't know what it's like one one you don't know that two you can, and this is why we should talk about trans people. Well, you don't know they didn't want to. There's plenty of cases of people going through the, the procedure and regretting it. So. There's a couple of documentaries I've seen, at least um, on normal TV. God, that was a year ago, well, like a long time ago. But yeah, yeah, it was just these people talking about how they were excited and happy that they transitioned, but then they're like, but my, because one went from male to woman. So she was like, I regret it though. I, I still have male tendencies and it's one of those yep. it's hard to take it out but then once again does it come down to the the, the, the health system are we not providing whatever like i don't it, the, i think the the thing is too broad there's too many variables for us to fully fucking understand it and it's something that's really kicked off uh and once again there's there's people who are going to go through it who really need to go through it and they'll adjust fine and there's people who really need to go through it who won't adjust well but then there's the opposite, where there's people who are going through it, don't need it, don't want it, don't, going to abuse it. Like it's, it's just fucking society. There's always going to be people trying to put on a glove that doesn't fit them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of my coworkers, it was, God, right before the pandemic hit in 2020. And we were talking about how his daughter at like 12 is thinking she wants to be, do or start yeah. the transition. And he and that's where he's like, "What do I do? I don't want to be that asshole that gets sued." I'm like, "Dude, you're the father. She's still technically underage. 
you're in charge, at least in California kind of thing. And, it's, yeah. and, uh, and I, I just kind of offhandedly said, I'm like, do you let your kid watch YouTube without monitoring anything she does? And he's like, yeah, I'm like, it's not a bad thing, but YouTube pushes the LGBTQ plus community because they're yeah. very vocal and they're very interactive. Yeah. I said, she may have never thought about this, but because YouTube force fed it to her. You, you, I, I, yeah. And I think it's that once again, that, that force feeding and it's how they're doing it. And I think once again, there's this complete overcorrections of it. And if you're not doing it, you're the problem. You know yeah. what I mean? You're yeah. not transgender, you're the problem. If you are not black, you're the problem. If you're not a cop, you're the problem. You know what I mean? And it's just, yeah. once again, it's, it's, it's the, it really is the fringes. The, the bottom 10%, the top 10%, and the, that middle 80% are like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Literally. Uh, but it's like, would you let your 12-year-old get a tattoo? Probably not. No. Why? Because whatever they pick is going to be fucking stupid and they're stupid. He's going to be a shitty unicorn with like a dick as a horn kind yeah, of thing. And I know people are going to be like, you can't, you can't compare the two. They're two different things. Yeah. One, it's very, one, very, um, later in life, can't put the dick down. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and I, I think it's, once again, everybody should have a right. I don't know. It's everybody has a right to say and do what they need to. Uh, obviously there's consequences of it. Um, but I think if, if these communities that are, are the loudest and especially those like um, malicious ones where they're going out and attacking other people. Yeah. Maybe, that maybe, maybe let the other people speak too. Or just, it's not just, just, we, we are right. We are this. And it's like, okay, well, what about us? well, what about the other person kind of thing? Maybe the, that one person that you're saying is actually not what you say. That's, that's exactly it. like, let's talk about it. Come on a podcast. Educator. Yeah, like, come on to the Josh and Josh podcast. Yeah, the Josh and Josh, the double J's. Um, come on, like have a chat about it. Don't fucking yell. Like we don't need to be screaming at each other. Um, let's have a chat. Come see it. Like even with mine, I try and make my my podcasters. Uh, like uh, I'm going to start doing home shows where I've got like a like just here set up. Okay. And I was like, if you guys want to come on, you want to have a drink, have a drink. Whatever social lubricant you need, if you're naturally good at talking, if you want coffee, have coffee. You need to go smoke some crack, go smoke some crack. Whatever you need to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's, there's no judgment. Right. It's whatever makes you feel open and calm enough to talk about it. Because I, I guess these things are like, when you speak to, to, to these people, um, who have these very strong and firm beliefs, as soon as you bring something like something up or ask a question that doesn't, they've either heard a thousand times or doesn't completely agree, they immediately react. And most of the time, those reactions are anger, sadness. You know, yeah. we hit an emotional limit where your brain goes, all right, logically, my brain can't handle this, but emotionally, let's see what we got. So emotionally, your brain goes, fuck you. <laughs> you know I mean? And then somehow you just actually say it out loud. Yeah, and it just comes out. When you react, you can't control it. Like how many – everybody fucking does this. How many times have you been doing something? Driving. Driving is probably a prime example where it's fucking – it's super simple. Everybody knows how to do it. Somebody merges into your lane by accident, right? And yeah. And you go, fuck you, what are you doing? And you go by, you give them a the little finger and yeah. it's just like – it's your logical brain is, is driving the car and then it's at its limit because you're like, I'm driving this fucking, you know, 
two-ton vehicle down the road uh, and there's another two-ton vehicle next to me that could kill me. You know, like logically, like I'm, I'm keeping it in check here. And then anything outside of that where, you know, there's a, a discrepancy in what's happening in your, your commute, you go, emotional brain, take care of it. And he's like, I got this, man. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it, <laughs> and it takes over and you just you do some stupid shit and then you drive down the road and you're like, yeah, yeah, I showed that guy. And then your brain kicks back in. You're like, what are you doing, man? They just right. <laughs> they made a mistake. Get over it, you know? So. How that happens in every aspect of life, I guess. This one guy, uh, I don't know if it's crazy like this over on your side, but I cut him off and he grabbed some change from his um, cup holder and just threw it out the window at me. <laughs> and I'm like, what the I, like I saw his hand, so I immediately like ducked out. But I'm like, dude, you're, you're, you're literally throwing weapons now at me. Yeah. So, where I live. You don't do that? No, it's notorious for shit drivers. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, so, like, um, I don't know if you know much about Australia, but like, I lived in Sydney for a few years. Sydney's like the biggest city, right? Uh, driving is crazy. I imagine it's very similar. To, well, it is very similar to LA. Yeah, so uh, you've been in the, Oregon, Port, uh, Portland, Oregon, right? Yeah, so we're in LA. Yeah, uh, in San Francisco, being you know, it's sort of on that side. Um, San Francisco, well, nothing. It is LA. It's it's definitely LA where people are in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Because shit to do, they're very fucking busy. You either know where you're going or who the fuck you're Yeah. Um, and then coming back to, to Canberra, where I live now, which is it's a very small city or a very large town. Um, mm-hmm. But people have no hurry getting anywhere. Uh, you know, both lanes are taken up by people doing under the speed limit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, like that. And so when you come back, you're immediately heightened on the road because you in a big city, you have to be fucking switched on the whole time. Oh, it's Everything fight or flight. Like, it's the, yeah. if you're not in that mode, you're going to get crushed kind of thing. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to fucking beat that, scream that, fucking, you know, people throwing handfuls of change at your car. Which, like, nobody <laughs> can do it. So it's, it's uh, and it's one of those things, and it's something that I try and buff out now. Just calm down. Yeah. You don't know what they're going through, you know. They're obviously fucking stressed because they're doing under the speed limit. Their perception of, of the road is much different to yours. So just right. I'm alone a little bit, you know? Um, yeah. Well, once again, a lot of people don't get it. Men, older men, they don't get it. Old dudes, just chill the fuck out. Your, <laughs> life isn't that, your life isn't that much more important than mine. Just fucking chill out. Stop throwing fucking change at people. I, seen a, I saw a video the other day of, um, it was these two, I don't know where in, in America, and they're just fucking road raging. This guy's filming it, right? So he's driving and filming. Um, they're fucking screaming at each other, and the guy driving and filming pulls up a gun and points what it the out. Fuck? He's literally got no hands on the road at this stage, and he's pulled the gun <laughs> on him, and you just watch the other guy just breaks. And it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, what, like where, where in your point of life have you gone? This is a good idea. Yeah, like I worked security for like a hot year and a half with truckers. So yeah. in general, they're like politically incorrect in a can. Um, yeah. And yeah. they are, and they've told me this. That's the funny part. Yeah, um, but it was, we had to like go through their cab, not like invasively, just like casually look like, do you have a weapon kind of thing? Yeah. So I just, the trucker was like, why are you doing that? I'm like, well, I got to make sure you don't have a gun kind of thing. And he just pulls a desert eagle. And like, like this. And I just looked at him. I'm like, oh shit. Um, I'm like, well, 
And I really, no, I was like, I had his driver's license, everything. There's a camera next to me watching the whole thing. I'm like, dude, like, even if you kill me, there's a camera that's recording this. It's saved on the server kind of thing. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'll, I'll delete everything. I'm like, no, that's, it's a server. Like, I don't even know how to delete it kind of thing. <laughs> don't know how that works, buddy. It's, and that's it's where, just, uh, tape. And I just <laughs> literally had to call the client. I'm like, so this motherfucker I'm sending in just, like, pulled a gun on me. I don't know if you want to let him fully in kind of thing. Yeah. And they're like, that, nope, just turn them around. <laughs> that is fucking crazy. It is. That is absolutely absurd. Uh, you guys need to get cleaned up. Yeah. Or he needed to get uh, a little more drunk than usual. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's combine yeah, the two. Smoke let's, some weed, we're good to go kind of thing. Let's 100% combine the two. Why do you guys like... So when I was over there, even like the people that I was like talking to, uh, whether they be dud nuts or not, they're very big on not giving rid of them. What? They're giving a what? I'm getting rid of guns. Oh, this is a big, big gun issue. Uh, yeah. Label what you need, uh, and then infuse that with a mental health issue of being paranoid about everybody having guns. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I've never been allowed to have guns in my house that I'm at, so I've never had the whole, ooh, it's my right kind of thing. Yep. Like I've, I've never had it, so I don't really care kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, I think it's just the, the act of you have a dangerous weapon in your hand. I'm like, well, a car can be the same thing, just saying. It's just, that's, it's, uh, that's fucking crazy. It is. And like I think it's the statistic I've heard is like for every one person per household, there is seven guns for that one person. I don't. There's more guns than humans in America. It's for protection. It's protection, yeah. of course. Okay, you can get cancer. I would say if anything, so many fucking. Uh, what is the? Uh, is the gun thing? The National Rifle Association. NRA, yeah. That they. They're, God, they're the idiots. They're gonna come to Australia. They're gonna pick it out the front of my house. You can't take out guns. You should. I remember having an argument with somebody over there about it. And they're like, no, we need guns to protect us. And it's like, you definitely do not need guns. Like, how would you know? And I was like, well, Australia had guns and we got rid of them. And look, and at, all the, look at all the killings. And it's like, yeah, but those are the crazy people. We, and we know it now. Stopped a lot of gun-related deaths. And I was like, you guys had such a... How do you feel about the lockdown? Are you pro lockdown or, or no lockdown? I was working through the whole time, and I because I worked night shift, I was yeah. already kind of like socially isolated, so I didn't really care. Yeah, do you believe in the craziness? Like, are you uh, like uh, you guys are obviously a very different situation. Um, you guys got told something, and then told something, and then told something, and then told. Literally, they're still counseling. Like they're correcting themselves. I think something Newsom was talking about something today, and it's like, dude, just fucking make your mind up already. I like. I get where they come. Like, there's a there's a. <laughs> It's very different. It's very different places. Like, I always, like, it's very hard to, like, sort of conceptualize the whole thing and try and put it into to something that makes sense. This is what I, so the, the girl that I had on with the uh, 5G and the anti vaccine, she's very firm on the whole, like, she will be left, let out. Um, and I was like, look, it, it really comes down to there's a virus that is brand new. You don't know anything about it. Right. It's released and you, you sort of take it for, for what it is at the start and then you learn a little bit more and you're like, well, maybe it isn't what we thought it was at the start. 
uh, and it's forever evolving and changing. So I kind of get where like people have come out and uh, they've gone, look, it's okay. Like we should be able to work through it. And then they're gone. It's not okay. Like this is, this is no, fucking it's, it's fucking insane. And it's killing, it is killing people, but not the rate they say it's killing people. And I'm, I'm not ignoring the, how many hundreds of thousands of deaths globally kind of thing. Yeah. But I think it was something like there's 57. Last I checked, I think it was like 50 million people um, survived and only like, total of i guess like two million died that's like fractions of a percent yeah i guess that but uh like i said it's like whether you want to believe whatever you want to believe i think everybody has to to weigh in on on a personal level so for me uh and this is what i said to her I was like, my dad has lung cancer it's just not worth it oh whether like real or not whether it's you know i i have an elderly grandma that i love dearly it's just not worth it uh, yeah. So I guess where that's where my point of view comes from, where it's like just stay the fuck at home, we'll ride it out. Um, and I get where other people have come from, where they're like, it's really not going to affect me. Let me just go back to work. Right. I, I understand that point of view as well. I don't understand why people are getting mad about needing a haircut. I don't understand that. I don't understand how you're like. I think that's the level that I don't get. This this weirdly selfish thing where they're like, I've got this small need. Over, over, say a big need that kills old people. Um, yeah, you know well, that. I don't get. Well, one of my coworkers, because we had a, a group of people like remodel our store, so like a hundred random people came in, and we all got it. But my one of my coworkers' mom literally died because of that. I mean, now granted, she was very bad shape, bad lungs, asthma, already had some like flu symptoms, yeah. so. He even said, she's like, she was already going to die in like two months kind of thing. It's just Corona really sped it up. So good in the ass, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, and it was just one of those, I'm like, I told him like, you go, oh, you're, hopefully your mom, like before she died, like told you it's not your fault. Cause like you would get a complete survivor like paradox right there. Yeah. It's uh once again, it's a weird time. We're all dealing with shit that, you know, nobody's dealt with for about a hundred years or something. That's yeah. Possible. It was it like the Spanish flu last time. And how do you deal with it? And, and how do, once again, even in America, it's so many people under one roof, and it's very fucking hard to control that that amount of people and their thoughts and opinions. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Hey, it really, but like you said, it really plays into to social dynamics in terms of social groups, right? Um, uh, thoughts and feelings, why people join things, why people do things, so. I guess it's all just a big study, right? It is. <laughs> like I said, we're all learning as we go. America's just providing some uh, accelerated data. Yeah, that's all it is. It's just okay. Well, like New Zealand being like the best of it, they just shut it down. And America being uh, the other end of it. Um, and they're like, well, let's see what happens. We'll figure. It I out. heard Thanks. Singapore uh, is doing amazing right now. Like during the whole thing too certain places that are doing better than others and you can understand why like so always like uh, well new zealand shut everything down and they they covid free uh but then once again new zealand's tiny yeah they can afford it they can afford it uh they gave everybody seven grand at the start here's seven thousand dollars stay home for two weeks i think i think it was one of those um they also it was either vietnam or something else where they essentially said you got one week Get as much food as you can because we're closing down for a month. That's what I was waiting for. I thought we were going to do that. Yeah, uh, same here. 
I don't get the toilet paper thing. <laughs> like, I, I don't. And I, don't think, I, I still think people don't fucking understand it. If you were one of those people, anybody, if anyone listened to this and you were the people who bought a thousand rolls of toilet paper, you're an idiot. You're, you're a daft piece of shit. And you can't even sell for the value that you, it's worth. So let's say the roll is like a dollar. You, you barely get 25 cents now. You're a fucking idiot. You made poor choices. Uh, go jump. Like, I literally was at Jack in the Box during the hype of the first, because we had two waves here in California of toilet yeah. paper buying. Um, and the first one, so a guy tries to pay for a meal in Jack in the Box with toilet paper. <laughs> oh my god the only reason it even worked it was because of the height of it so the manager's like yeah. all right i'll give him i'll just pay his 10 bucks kind of thing That's give me like funny. give me like the four rolls i would i would slap somebody that, i literally sat there and i'm like damn it i missed my phone no one's gonna believe me kind of thing 100 no, like fucking hell man like i own a small business and as somebody's like look man give me some give me some of that and i'll give you some toilet paper i'll be like i will i'll burn your house no, <laughs> it's, it's just as much as like <laughs> cryptocurrency. It's like, no, I'm happy with that. Um, fucking hell, man. We are, we're such a bizarre fucking species. We're just, we're fucking weird. Everything we do is fucking weird. Oh, God. Imagine looking back in 10 years, being that guy that bought fucking 8,000 rolls of toilet paper. You're still sitting on it. Your eyes yeah. still full. Your wife still- has left you. Fucking your kids don't talk to you anymore. And you're like, I got my toilet paper though. I'm sorted for fucking eons of toilet paper. There's so, oh my God. So, even here, the shop that I live across the road from that called, which is a regular supermarket, sold out of toilet paper, right? And they had to put restrictions. But, mm-hmm. and canned food was still stocked. Like, it's just like rice was still stocked, pastas were still stocked. Right. Fresh, uh, fresh food and 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 the meats sold out. You're like that will last you one week. It's literally, <laughs> it's like get your pork and beans and call it like that'll last for what a fucking eternity. Forever, you could stock up on canned food and it lasts for fucking eons, man. And these people are like, you know what we need? Toilet paper, fresh food, fresh meat, fresh Hunger. veggies. Yep, yeah. uh, uh, well, freeze it. You know, we freeze it for like six months. Before I, it goes I still shit. have some chicken from the big first buying, and it's now I'm like, it's kind of freezer burn. Do I really want it? Yeah, that's right. It just turns into a bucket of shit very fucking quickly. And it's, I think maybe it's just like we're overprivileged and we go, you know, we don't really grasp bad things when they happen to us now because bad shit doesn't happen to humanity now. It's not like. No, it's only, and it's one of those, this is the kind of bad. Third world countries, bad shit happens all the time, but it's like, but they don't have the technology like us. Like you said, but they don't have plumbing. They don't have running water. They don't have electricity. Like it's them old school. They got to go hunt for their food. They, they may go for weeks without food because their crops growing and well, where the hell are they going to get food kind of thing? Yeah. And they didn't go out and buy all the fucking toilet paper. No, they just use the community rag. Oh, what are we doing? What are we really doing here? As a, as a, I think, I think my, my thing is, is like we are just a TV show for aliens. They've come here. They come in. Have you, you seen crash? They've come to fix something like a, a set light or a, a camera, mm-hmm. and they're just up there pissing themselves, laughing because they're like these guys are fucking idiots. These guys are the dumbest fucking people I've seen ever. 
in the whole galaxy. Well, like, what's, what's this? We're gonna put. We're just gonna introduce people make people sick and watch them watch them all buy stuff that they don't need. They have little bets on it. And they go, I'll bet you one planet if they buy all of this toilet paper. <laughs> I was like, fuck that! I'll give you ten planets if they buy all this toilet paper. And they buy all the toilet papers. I can say, yeah, I fucking told you, they're idiots. They're out there buying things that they don't need. Right. Maybe I'm related. It's like. <laughs> well, have you heard the conspiracy theory that there's actually aliens amongst us? Are they lizard men? Well, yeah, there's, it's like the, I guess there's how the guy phrased it on YouTube. There's like four of them, but the two most common are lizard man and yeah. um, like the Norwegian blonde, which is their blonde. But it's like a, a streak color, and their eyes are all blue. I believe that. And I'm like, okay, so you're saying all Norwegian people are aliens? Not from here. Kind of thing? A different space. Uh, they're all too tall. Too good looking. <laughs> too tall. And it's not just a, just a one-off where it's just like the odd person is tall and good looking. They all are. Every single one of them. And that's unnatural. Right. That's not human. You know what I mean? <laughs> Such a bizarre thing. They're not from here. Uh, I don't know. Like, are we really that ignorant to believe that we're the, the only things here? I'm sure there's, mm. like I said, maybe they don't come here because it sucks. Like, the air well, sucks. It probably speed. just we're all crazy and they're like, eh, I don't care. Just tell her to leave the lights at this. That's better. Donna? Sorry, that's my girlfriend. It's okay. Um, we, sorry, what were you saying? I was just saying, uh, tell her to do the lights, however. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy how we think uh, that we're the only ones, but it's like, no, like this, our galaxy alone, let's not ignore the others. Yeah. There's within the big belt that we're in, there's how many hundreds of thousands of stars, and we're the only ones here? We're the only people who figure out how to fucking get around. Yeah, it's, uh, it's idiotic. Where, like I said, I think it's uh, an arrogance that humans are like the best at everything. Uh, we know it. We know everything. I don't know. Like you can, I guess you can sort of subscribe to both. You can go we're the we're the first, and we're the we're the ones who are going to populate the the planets and whatever, and and, and we're going to do it. And that that's a fun belief because it once again it makes us the tip of the spear. But Power. as soon as you go. But here's the thing about aliens, right? So it's like as soon as you go, all right, well, why haven't they come here yet? And you go, because we're, we're fucking idiots. Um, why would they come here? You know what I mean? It's like would you provide people who dominate their own countries a vessel to get off the planet to go conquer other places? Like, right. It doesn't make any sense. And it doesn't take a lot of logic to, to figure. If you can figure out how to get a spaceship off your planet to another planet, you're pretty smart enough to figure out that humans will fucking take over anything. Yeah. They will, they will invade countries. They'll invade fucking themselves. Like we will do anything. And they're like, well, we don't want to go there because as soon they got these things that can shoot us out of the sky. As soon as they figure out how to fucking get off that planet, they're just going to do it. The rest of the fucking universe. They're just going to take over everything. Yeah, I had a chat to my friend about it, and I was like, "We are the assholes of the universe. We are all those bad guys that you see in in fucking Star Trek and Star Wars, and uh, that's us." Yeah, 
I think I honestly I think like Star Trek alone, they were on it. They they called this, by the way, fifty yeah. fucking years ago, where they said there was a global crisis. We went in debt. We did a global debt jubilee, and I'm yeah. like. Back in the 90s when I was listening as a kid, I'm like, oh, okay, whatever, like big fancy talk. Now listen to it, I'm like, holy shit, they called it. Elon out there. Elon's an alien, but he's a bad alien. He's the spawn of half alien, half human. Well, so they're, he, saying, they're saying that about him, Mark, Bezos. Yeah, he's got the knowledge of, of alien, but then he also has the, the attitude of a human where he's like, I just fucking take over everything. Yeah, I think I'm going to Mars. I'm going to be the first person to Mars. I'm going to change it, change your name from Mars to Elon Town. Uh, and you guys are going to come live there. We're going to use cryptocurrency only. Yeah, there's no fucking currency there. It's just nothing but Teslas. You have to buy them. And I'm going to be the richest person in the universe. That's, that's where we're headed. That's exactly Pretty, where we're headed. We are. And that's and, that's actually the funny part is why I'm learning stock market stuff because it's like how they get rich is through the stock market. Well, it's like if I put my money in now, I can kind of ride their coattails and I won't be screwed later on. That's what you got to do. You just got to – I think it's like real estate. You know, you just got to jump on. No time's a late time. So apparently they did an interview with some guy about uh, Bitcoin and he's like even now if you don't have it, you're in, the, you're in a worse position than you would be having it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking at it right now. Current price of Bitcoin is – yeah, Holy I guess, think it's a Litecoin, and now it's going to yep. be the, the that in Eter, uh, Ether or something. It's the E one. Uh, Ethereum. Ethereum. That's it. They said Ethereum and Litecoin have more promise because um, Ethereum can be coded to do something else. Yeah, right. That's crazy. There's. I'm looking at them now, and there is a ton of them. And most of them are goddamn jokes too. Hundred percent. I uh, I bought some Dogecoin. What what was it for you? Like a six cents kind of thing? Uh, yeah, something like that. Something like that. It's ridiculous. Like for us, I think it was like six, seven cents. Now it's like twelve cents. Hundred percent, man. And it'll go. I remember back in the day, one of my so my friend is very big on Reddit. He's a very smart dude, and he was like, "We should buy some Bitcoin." And I was like, "That sounds idiotic." Yeah, and it was. It was at that time too, like a dollar a coin, <laughs> like, and I was like, "No, that's, that's that's fucking idiotic." And I was like, "It doesn't make sense." And I was like, "Well," but I, I think it's like we've all uh, sort of subscribed to this fucking like your money is worth something because it's attached to something. You know what I mean? Like, right. so whatever money you have, they have the amount of gold or said money. You right. Know? You go in and cash it out anytime you want. Yeah, you can just go to the bank and like, I have $10 million in the bank. I want you to go get me $10 million of physical money. And they go, yeah, okay. Same Whereas like, it's that tangible physical thing that you can own and grasp. Whereas like we're starting to head into a thing now where it's like, like you don't need to own certain possessions to have wealth. No. Um, one thing, like I've brought it up with a couple of friends. Uh, I said, what I think is going to happen in like, I was thinking more 10, 20 years from now kind of thing. Um, but I said, I think there's going to be just a general digital currency. It might not be Bitcoin, but it's just general kind of thing. I think that's what the, the Bitcoin was. And it, it makes sense. Do you know what sucks? Traveling. Do you yeah. know why? Converting money is fucking horrendous. It is. Confusing. Expensive. It's 
doesn't make any sense to me. Doesn't mean the uh, the value of things is going to change necessarily in those countries, like virtue, like East, right, or whatever. Or the Asian countries where like Thailand, where everything's fucking cheap. Well, uh, I think it's China. Mainland China now is completely digital. There is no paper money at all. Crazy, but like it makes sense. You know, it sucks. Coins. Why do we still have fucking coins? I literally, my mom goes works at a bank. I give her all my coins. I'm like, I got like a hundred bucks here. It's like, can you go cash it for me, kind of thing? Yeah, what are we doing with these, these weird things? Like, my wallet doesn't even have a coin thing in it. Like, I just have to buy stuff and carry it in my pocket. Or buy mm-hmm. cash. And the ones that do have the coin thing, you can only fit like a quarter in, and that's it. Anything in there? There's only, like if you buy any, like something for you know under five dollars and you get. Four dollars eighty change. It's all in coins here. Yeah, there's not enough room. There's not enough space in your wallet now. To See, that's our million dollar idea. We got to make a wallet that actually can hold coins. That's it. That's right. We're bringing them back. No. <laughs> the, not not just the little credit card size one that can only hold like two quarters. We're bringing back the, the essentially the fanny pack, but it's not the fanny yeah. pack. I think it's like the you know those dad wallets where they keep fucking fifteen years of receipts in them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This fucking big, that, but just with coins. Don't put your. There's no room for receipts. Just coins. <laughs> that's like, how we. That's how we make our money. That's it. We found a problem. We will solve it now. Solve it. That's right. But uh, yeah, just, it's a money thing's weird, and it's like, I think there's that that aspect of like, everyone's like, but that's how they control you, you know, like, but if it's all digital. And they have control of it. But now, I guess. It, it, either way, the way the, all governments are going, as I've been talking to different people, it's like they want you to be transparent, but they don't have to be transparent kind of thing. Uh, do you think people need transparency? You think no. Because gonna- uh, I, li- I listen to hedge fund managers, and one of them's like, the thing if we do a big ledger and everyone can look at what you buy – there will now be a group biasy. Let's say normally you would buy, I don't know, a, a pair of leather sandals. But yeah. because it's real leather, you're a, a killer, a murderer. So you have to buy the faux one that costs like $100 more. Yeah. But he's like, a, but if, he's like, because he's like, but our money currently, because you, there's no ledger, there's no like guilt attached to it. He's like, it's brilliant. He's like, but the moment you put a ledger on it, there's going to be like the, oh, you don't donate the church? You didn't give 10% of your money to the church kind of thing? People who don't need it? Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. I, I think any any control that we think we have as, as the general public is, it's been long gone for eons. Yeah. They, they have no ways of just getting around it. It's weird talking to people and they're like, uh, the vaccine. Vaccine is the one that gets me all the time. They're like, but they're going to put a chip in it. That chip will track you. You're like, you got your phone in your pocket, man. Seriously. Uh, I was having, it's one of those of my guys, like, we, back in the day with Snowden, like, this is listening to us, kind of thing. Before it was for, like, profit kind of thing, but now the government just has their fingers in everything. It's like, you know, when you look up that, that one naughty site, um, the government sees that. A hundred percent. And that's, uh, I, how do you, how do you sort of, you know, how do you justify it? It's like, do you, do you want them to know? And mm-hmm. people are like, no, like, what about terrorists? Like, what about people who are going to actively abuse the system? Like, yeah, we want them to track them. Like, well, how do you know who is? Who it's tracking. 
who is and who isn't. Right. Everybody. Well, it's like speed limits. Oh yeah, speed limits. It's just a suggestion, though. Yeah, that's right. It's just uh, a suggestion for those who actually follow the rules. You could do it. You could not do it. Yeah. But you're just going to pay the the consequences of it. But um, so there was a – I don't know if you follow American politics, but there's a a bill passing in Congress called the Earn It Act. So – Essentially, it's the government's way of saying went back in March. They're like, "Oh, children online. There's now online child predators. We got to stop them. They're using these VPNs and encryptions." Mm-hmm. So they're like, "We got to end all this. Outlaw it completely." Well, they're saying all encryption, including banks too. No VPNs. No security, and <sighs> everything's public. And I just sat there, but but here's the catch: if you want your actual encryption, like your bank pays like a hundred k a month, and you can have encryption, you're okay though. That's uh, yeah. So we're gonna have to start paying for things that we didn't need. Right, and I, that's just one of those. I'm like, I get it, but it's kind of like the Patriot Act. You used the kids, and you didn't actually do anything involving the kids' protection, kind of thing. The, the the whole fucking thing you guys got over there with uh, the, the war on drugs. Yes. The kids but, are taking it. You're like, oh, yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, but it's for the kids' safety, for the future of our generation. Yeah, like, no. Nah, then... but, I, but I have kids. I don't want my kids on drugs. And I don't want them being, you know, online and predator coming out of nowhere. Just fucking look after your kids. I mean, <laughs> the the biggest something. predator is the one that you give them freely. YouTube kind of thing. It's, it's yeah, it's, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> it's. It's such a weird thing, and it's once again, it's control controlling people isn't hard, and it's not, it's not this fucking big winded thing where people are like they have to do this, this top secret stuff. It's right in your face. You got an iPhone, one it tracks you, two it keeps you so fucking preoccupied with your life. They, like they don't need to do it. Like it's they sell, like getting fucked up on the weekend through music and through. Fucking movies and all this, they're controlling you that way. They don't need to fucking chip your body. They don't need to put these fucking, you know, these. Uh, I've about. literally had like my martial arts instructor, he's like, oh, like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, sir, the music. I said, you notice like the 40s to the 70s, it was just stories kind of thing. It wasn't any, it wasn't like the, oh, I'm suffering kind of thing. Yeah. I'm, get, I'm getting bitches and making money kind of thing. I said, you notice though, Late seventies, early eighties, it transitions to living for the weekend kind of stuff, getting the yeah. getting that fat cash and f and that pussy kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, but you you notice that back then people didn't have all these; they didn't live for the weekend because they honestly there wasn't much going on. You, you yeah, I had my right. power, my, I had my power cut out, and I sat there and I'm like, Mom, what do I fucking do? She's like, Read a book, work out. I'm like, but but I want to go on my phone though. <laughs> a book, <laughs> oh. yeah. Yeah, it's um, like I said, it's we're, we're, we're fucking we're creatures of the beast. We we create this this thing and then we fucking complain about it. Like, <laughs> control. It's like no, oh, they they don't need to control us. Like we do it ourselves. We're, yeah. we're very fucking active in, in controlling ourselves. And if uh, if you think you're getting controlled, then you have some fucking issues about your childhood. There's you might want to go talk to a therapist, kind of thing. Oh, but they control you through that, and it's like really yeah, shut up. Every, yeah, everything's controlling you. If everything's controlling you, uh, then what are you doing? Like, like, just go move to a fucking farm, buy some land, pitch a tent, 
live your life. Yeah, good. Like I know in America, Idaho, you can live off the grid, buy a farm, good to go. It's they, weird that you guys aren't allowed to do it everywhere. I don't, so, I don't know what I hear about it, it. For here, like in California, it's one of those because most of California is incorporated into a utility company. So there's no reason for you to go off the grid kind of thing. Is it what? We're mostly incorporated. But like Idaho, I, w- I went up for like a month and a half with my uh, aunt. They have no power. Literally, like they had to build a whole generator system to get power. That's where Idaho is like, yeah, if you can figure out a way to get power through solar or wind or water, go for it kind of thing. It's just like, fuck Idaho. Like we've got power. You ain't getting it. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're keeping it for ourselves. Is Idaho big? Is it a big place? No. It's no, small. Like, uh, I was it like, look it up. It's small. <laughs> Yeah, of Idaho. 1.787. Like one and a half mi- uh, million people. Yeah, but that's like most of them are either super north, which is the Aryan race guys, or the uh, southerners, which oh, is... Sorry, sorry to cut you off. 93% what? of people there are white. Oh, yeah. That's what I said, Aryan racers. Like we... Um, I was when I was there. I talked to one of the guys and was saying, "Oh, I noticed you guys don't openly carry your guns." And he's like, "Oh no, that's the north. Our uh, northern racist brothers do that." I'm like, "Oh," he's like, "Yeah." Once you, he's like said whatever county. He's like, "Once you pass that county, he's like, good luck." They're yeah, probably just just, be- just know you walk into a war zone. I'm like, okay. <laughs> they have. They. I think someone does have a tank up there. It's fucking hell, ninety three percent. That is. I don't know. I don't know if that's good or bad. But that's me, that's, that's the special state we just don't talk about. <laughs> Idaho. Where's Idaho? Like? It's right next to Canada. Oh, it's up to the, up the top. Yeah. That's not. Oh, yeah. I see. It's that, that she like that weird like elf looking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, so Portland's next to it, right? Oh, like yes. Oregon. And that's the progressive. In terms of you know they're legalizing things and I know I want to go visit Oregon just because of the what they legalized <laughs> so drop some shrooms or something yeah everything is legal there that is a good idea that is a great because if it's not taboo people are not going to necessarily be doing it in a, like a way of like ooh so many things have, have pointed to the benefits of just legalizing everything. Like fucking crime goes down, fucking taxes like go down because they make they well, generate money off these other fucking things. I would say actually, in a way, it goes up, but it's in the benefit because like California, That's what I mean. like, um, like the whatever the weed is sold, it goes straight to the roads, kind of thing. Like for Caltrans, old ass hat who's fucking who's around in the prohibition, all bad. Like it's not all bad, you fucking old man. These yeah. old people. Old people really ruining the nation. They are. <laughs> These old rigid ways of thinking. They're like two guys kissing. I don't like that because I like to kiss guys and I wasn't allowed to when I was younger. And you're like, get over it, old man. The fucking way it's it's 2021. Just just do it. Just fucking kiss. Live like stream it. it on YouTube. Go for it, buddy. If you're masculinity that fragile, we don't like the idea of two dudes kissing. Then you got bigger issues than two dudes kissing. You know? Right. Like well, mushrooms, these things that you find, they're really bad. Like, once, when I was in the 70s, I saw 
two girls kissing and they were on mushrooms and I didn't like that. You're like, like, it's so weird how it's fucking just like, like here's a thing. Here's something that makes everything better. You know, you, you, you start to regulate people's drug use. You can fucking give them clean stuff. So they're not ODing on this fucking like chopped up, mixed up bullshit production of drugs. It provides money for everybody. And they're like, nah, I don't like it. Like, what? Like, alcohol's fine. You know what's cool about alcohol? Alcohol People, and tobacco's okay, even though it kills you. Yeah, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Like, look at all these deaths that we have from people drink driving, from fucking people fighting on it. And even that, just alone, not even just the, the, like the health risks of drinking and smoking. Like, this is cool because I like to drink and smoke. Mm-hmm. Okay with it, you know? It's yeah. a fucking old geriatric who's had his job for fuck. <laughs> for like 50 years, he's like, Aah! Yeah, just super old and rigid. He's like, no, petrol cars are better than electric because I have a petrol car and it's the best. It's lasted like 50 years. It's like, okay, yeah, but did your marriage last that long? Yeah, that's it. Like, where are your kids? Are they still talking to you because you're a piece of shit? But I think it's like, I don't know, you look at fucking any of these like old dudes, they sort of like... Their kids are just like tiny versions of them. Like these, they are these little it- fucking rigid pricks. Mm-hmm. They, they uh, once again they 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 think they're they're better than everybody because they haven't experienced any life. They're like, I go to this place every holiday and and uh, it's so great. Life. And we we get, we yeah. get to talk and it's all. I've been, I've been married since I was seventeen, and I've had seven kids, and that's my life now. And they're like, it's the best, and you're a piece of shit for having a having a life. Like, you've done mushrooms. Ugh. Ugh. I'm like, have you tried it? No. No. Ugh. And you're like, well, if you haven't tried it, how do you know what's? Ugh. You know. If anything, it's more enlightening. It's it juicy. is. I can't wait for them to the. I don't know. I'm very big on 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 how the brain works. Well, there was this one lady on TikTok. Um, she was talking about how we are actually built to take psychedelics kind of thing. Yeah. It, 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 it's, she's like, it's not like a bad, but it rewrites everything you've seen because you're seeing things through a new perspective. And when you're experiencing it, then your mind remembers it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So, um, so I'm like, I'm studying psychology and I'm, I'm, I'm who is it his name? Uh, I'll think of it later. Um, so the, the application of, of psychedelics makes the, the, the transition from, from, you know, you can say damaged in the sense that like we're not damaged as in your damage is like there's, there's things in your brain, pathways in your brain that are just not firing. They're not getting it. Right. Connections. Mushrooms just fucking like just fix everything. Boop, you're good. Um, it's, and it's, it, it, it is immediate. And I think if you learn how to use it and regulate it, it'll become one of those things where you can just buff out childhood drama. Yeah. Uh, you could uh, you could buff out abuses that have fucking lingered over your head for forever, and it's immediate. Like it is, you do one good session of mushrooms, the next day your perspective is different. You go, I feel lighter. I'm not carrying this fucking heavy burden. You can be very introspective when you're on them, um, and we're like, no, let's not do that. Yeah, humans actually yeah. being happy? No, screw that. Screw that. Happy people. Or bad people. Free thinking people. Right. Yeah, like I I had a 
your mic's cutting out, by the way. Uh, is it? Hold up. There, that, no, I think you just got too far away now. That might be better. <laughs> just stay one plot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, one of my like second acts, she was an avid uh, pot smoker. So she got me a bounty kind of thing. Well, it was my first time. I don't know what the hell I was doing kind of thing. So I ate the whole thing. God damn it. Did I get uh, some psychedelic dreams, but I also worked out a lot of problems too. Yeah, I, I, see a lot of, I think a lot of people do that because it is a, a little introspective rather than numbing like alcohol. So first time you take booze, it's generally more than you need to. But it just inhibits everything. It stops everything. You, stop learning. you can't walk, can't talk very well. It switches off certain aspects of your brain where you like think and feel, whereas like weed and mushrooms, it's the other thing where you do think about it. And right. it does open it up. And once again, if, if you do it the first time, you generally do more than you have to. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and it's, a, it's a fucking everything at once. And I think that everything at once where it opens that door and people go, fuck, maybe I do have some shit I need to sort out. I don't want to sort it out. Because then I have to face it's my problem people. and I don't want to face it. Yeah. It's the worst thing in the world. I don't do it. Like I did weed once back when I was 17 and it is fucking horrible. And everybody should think it's horrible uh, and yada, yada, yada in it. And you go, okay, that doesn't make any sense. But they're like, do you want to drink to weed asleep? Like, you want a four loco? And you're like, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Sure. Yeah. What a, what a bizarre and backwards way. Um, there's a, a person called Carl Hart who's very he's, – he's a genius. He's not a genius. He's very smart. He's a very smart right. man. Essentially, he's uh, – he just uh, – He's like a neuropsychologist. I'm probably very wrong on this, but he studies drugs and the effects on the body. And he's essentially like, he, he just debunks certain, certain myths about uh, drug-associated uh, you know, problems. So he, he was very he advocated for like crack babies and how it was perpetuated by certain media types to, to make it way worse than it was. Right. Uh, and then even then you tell people that, and like, no, there's, there's crack babies everywhere. And the, the 80s and 90s is just full of crack babies, uh, especially in certain areas. And he's like, no, that's, that's not how it was. And it's like, he, it was like the, the effects on the body after taking certain drugs isn't as bad as everybody says it is. Right. Um, educate yourself. And people don't. But he's, uh, I was watching, he was on Joe Rogan, um, I think pretty recently. And he was like, yeah, I do heroin. You're like, what? I think it's just that knee-jerk thing where you hear people do it and you're like, that's fucking horrible. I see people who do heroin and they're on the street and they're, they're not living well. Uh, but then you also see just severe alcoholics in the same position and, yeah. and we don't immunize that. So, Well, if you microdose anything, you'll be fine kind of thing. You're not going to be instantly addicted. Well, like certain ones though, like crack, you're kind of fucked. Crack is very – but once again, it's like uh, do, do you drink for fun? Or do you drink because you're sad? Right. Do you yep. drink occasionally because it's uh, social it's just, lubricant? You want to, you know, just let go once a month or, or every six weeks and you just want to have fun with your friends? Or do you drink every day because you fucking hate your life? Mm-hmm. Uh, one just has way worse repercussions. And once again, I think implementing certain things will, will, will you know, you know, let's control the amount they take. Let's control what they are taking, and then let's let's implement like 
something to help them with the way they think and, and, and feel. And I think that's what we need to do. And that's my opinion. America, some guy from Australia telling me how to solve your drug problem. I, I doubt they're going to come after you. <laughs> They'll be like, no. we're going to go after the other Josh because he, he yeah. allowed him on. Yeah, what would you let this guy? Yeah, that's crazy. That's, uh, that's funny. Um, yeah. Anyway, Josh, I gotta I gotta hit the sticks, buddy. But this is right. a lot of fun, man. We, I, we definitely uh, have to do another one. Whatever you want, brother. You, you let me know. I'll I'll be in the six a.m. spot. <laughs> okay. Next time I'll I'll have a couple more coffees so I can rant rave a little bit more. There we go. We might so have to do it like a Joe Rogan, just go for like three four hours. I I'm, I'm, I'm working my way up to the three four hour ones. You know what I mean, right? I could rant for hours, but I think it turns into dribble after that. This, yeah, we need you need extra lubricants for that one. <laughs> All right, thank you, Josh. It was I a pleasure. Oh, yeah, I loved it. It was really good. Thanks, man. All right, Josh, have a good one, buddy. You too. Appreciate you. Have a bye.